Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Please enjoy this free preview of our Patreon content. And as always, remember, Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. Competitive eating is literally the lowest point of humanity in my, like, lower than war. Welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy and I'm a proud Gen Xer born in 1977. And I'm her sister Jenny, born in 1974. Jen, what was it like for you to rewatch Stand By Me? Are we getting right into the movie? I just want an overview of what you thought. <laughs> um, it's great. It's a great movie. It's like, a it's, great movie. It's weird though because I felt like more happened than did like it's really just them on the walk yeah but which is great it's, it's but a it's coming just, of age story jenny i just remember being very dramatic and it is but like it's not dramatic in the way that like things like they go all these places or all these things happen yeah, like it's, it's very subtle in a lot of ways it's a coming of age story totally mm-hmm. yep. um so jenny's in palm springs now you're going to the grand canyon right so i'm flying to arizona tomorrow Mm-hmm. And then driving to through the Grand Canyon. I don't know if you drive through the Grand Canyon. I don't know how this works. I would Whatever. love to see you drive through the Grand Canyon. <laughs> um, we're staying in like an Airstream kind of thing in the middle mm-hmm. of the desert for two nights. And then, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know how that's going to go. We're going to see what you that's like. You and Steve. Me and Steve Ryan. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> and then, well, I mean, there's indoor bathrooms. So that's, okay. trust me, it's all camping and stuff. Yeah. It's not like there's a four-star hotel next to the Grand Canyon. I know. At least I've, not. I know. Not one that I've seen. There are there are areas that have, like, nice lodges and stuff, but, like, it was wildly expensive for two nights. Now, you know Mom thought you fell into the Grand Canyon. What do you mean? Because there was a woman who fell into the Grand Canyon. And How Mom do you was fall panicked. into the Grand Canyon? Like oh, She was probably doing one of those stupid selfie things. She does, She knows I'm still in Palm Springs. I don't know, but she was like, I'm so worried that Jenny fell into the Grand Canyon. Oh, my God. What does she think I'm doing here? And I'm like, mm, I'm not calling her. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're driving into Las Vegas for a couple of days, and then I'm flying back to New York. Okay. It's a lot of desert action. No I no love- ocean to be seen, which is weird to me. Yeah, I can't. I don't know if I could vacation without It's weird not ocean. being around a, bot, like a large body of water. I, I realize how much, how water-centric my vacations are. But mine this is just... an actual vacation. I'm usually traveling for work, but this is, even though I did work on half of this vacation. <laughs> anyway. Are, my vacations are designed to be water-centric. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're usually are. centered around whale migration patterns. Okay. What? What? Where did you go? That was centered <laughs> like, around whale migration. Wherever we go, wherever we want to go, I'm always like, "What's the best time to see the whales there?" Oh, okay. You know, that's what I do. Okay. Can we see whales in London? No. Feel like no. <laughs> feel like no. Nope. In no the whale. Thames. No. No whales just swimming oh. down the Thames. No nope. blue whales. Okay. All right. <laughs> Okay, Jenny, so today we are looking at 1986's Stand By Me, uh, released August 1986, directed by Rob Reiner. Do you have a description? Oh, fuck, I don't. Okay, while you're looking that up, I'm going to tell our audience that this won the Academy Award for Best Adapted Screenplay, and it won two Golden Globes, one for Best Director and one for Best Picture. I knew I was forgetting to do something. Okay. The description reads, after the death of one of his friends, not true. Oh, wait. No, that is true. A writer recounts a childhood journey with his friends to find the body of a missing boy. That's it. That's all I got. And then the sentence literally repeats. (laughs) Thanks, IMDb. Did you watch this on Netflix? This is on Netflix right now. Okay. Uh, It's based on the short story, The Body, by Stephen King. Is this Stephen King's life? This is very, yes, we'll get into it. Oh, okay. I have a whole thing at the end. But um, this is a a novella that Stephen King wrote. I forgot he wrote it. Yeah. All right, Jen. So we open on Richard Dreyfuss looking real sad in a field. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. (laughs) He's young here. Yes, because I didn't even realize it was him. Did they ever try to, they never tried to pass him off as sexy, right? (laughs) <laughs> who, who who decides hollywood the panel who decides the panel in hollywood the, the, someone's just like oh this person's hot <laughs> this person's then, not you know is it I like mean? paris hilton is there like hot not hot <laughs> but you know what i mean like they never marketed him as hot right <laughs> i don't know because like he's wise and smart and sure. I, I feel like that's his thing okay so he's reading a newspaper article about Christopher Chambers, an attorney fatally stabbed in a restaurant. And I was like, oh, a stabbing. We all know if this was today, he would have been shot 87 times in the back. Okay. Yep. Two kids ride by on bikes, and this takes him somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It, it takes him back. It's a good, I have to say, Rob Reiner's a national treasure. But I have to uh-huh. say, um, this was a good, like, transition can you the help voice. me? What else did he direct? Oh, God. Jenny. I oh, have... here we go. He's no, a no, national no, treasure. I have the whole thing at the bottom. Hold on. But I have no idea what he did. He can't I say have something it at off the, the top of, of my your notes. head. So Rob Reiner, this, first of all, he was Meathead on All in the Family. We know that. I and didn't know that. Meathead. Yes. Oh, I didn't realize that was him. Yes. So then he went on to direct This is Spinal Tap. And this was only like his third movie. This is Spinal Tap is not part of the National Treasury. Then he went on to direct The Princess Bride, When Harry Met Sally, Misery, A Few Good Men, and and a bunch more. Yeah, amazing. And he owns the company, and I know you've seen the logo at the beginning of movies. He owns the production company Castle Rock Entertainment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that where he's from? Mm -hmm. Is that? No, that doesn't make sense. No, Castle Rock is a fake city. Okay. It's a fake okay. location that Stephen King sets all, almost all of his stuff in. Okay. What it's do you usually, mean? Amy is a Stephen King I am. Ma- like expert. I am. It's um, usually Castle Rock, Maine. 
But this is Castle Rock, Oregon. Oregon. Believe me, I teach a literature class and I would love to theme it Stephen King because there's so much. But I'm so tired of teaching white guys literature. Yep. Like yep. there's not a lot of diversity in Stephen King stuff. No, so there really isn't. I um I I stay away from it. I think we do a short story, um, of his. Okay, so now we're we're transported back in time to when Richard Dreyfus was twelve. It was the summer of fifty nine and it was the first time he saw a boy. Or a dead a body. A dead body. <laughs> a dead wow. boy. The flashback is him as a boy. So Will Wheaton is his character. I love Will Wheaton. Everyone knows who Will Wheaton is. I know you do. Wesley Crusher. Yes. So he's living in Castle Rock, Oregon, which is not a real town. A town of under 2,000 people. And he heads to a treehouse with River Phoenix and Corey Feldman. And Jen, they're smoking and playing not grummy. I mean, this is (laughs) what all kids did till I guess, the millennials. I guess. Corey Feldman, now I will refer to them as their character names, because they're good. Yeah, they're so good. I mean, they're so good. Corey Feldman is Teddy Duchamp. 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 Duchamp, like Duchamp. He is amazing in this. Yes. I mean, who knew Corey Feldman could act? (laughs) He could act as a kid. Yeah. Um, Gordy, who's Will Wheaton, who's Richard Dreyfuss Young. So good. The narrator. He tells us Teddy is the toughest guy they hang around with. And his dad is prone to fits of rage and once held his ear to the stove and almost burned it off. Okay. Baby Precious River Phoenix is Chris Chambers. Love River Phoenix. Mm -hmm. So good. Such a good actor. And he is Gordy's best friend. And he also came from a bad family. And everybody just kind of knew he would turn out bad. And I just wrote, do you remember that? Like That that was was a thing. thing. Like, you were from a bad family. You were just prejudged. Yeah, Every, you were like, just bad. You just, it was terrible. Mm-hmm. So then Vern shows up, and it's little Jerry O'Connell. I know. <laughs> He's so good. Who would have known that he would have gone on to marry Rebecca Romaine Stamos? Well, and he's hot. Like, in, as gosh. an adult. Like, Jenny, are really... you saying he's hot as a kid? <clears throat> no. <laughs> definitely not saying that. <laughs> I want to go on record definitely not saying that. Jenny's um, definitely not saying a 12-year-old is hot. But he ended up hot as an he adult. Did. He like married he's... Rebecca Romaine Stamos. I know. Who mind-blowingly left John Stamos for <laughs> Jerry O'Connor. No, I think Jerry O'Connor is hotter. Who leaves John Stamos unless you're being held at gunpoint or no. it's some Jerry kind of O'Connor is hotter than John Stamos. That is 100% not true. Oh, my God. It's so true. It's I'm putting a poll in the Mimi B. Oh, no. Not this bullshit again. not true. Not this poll shit again. Jerry O'Connor is so much hotter than John Stamos. The only thing I will give you that could be interpreted as not hot about John Stamos is his obsession with Disney World. Yeah, that is weird. But that, I think, is because he's got, like, a 20-year-old wife. Well, and he probably has a <laughs> he probably has a bunch of stock in it or something, too. <laughs> but he's super hot. Jerry I think John, Jerry okay. O'Connor is way hotter. Okay. All right. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. 
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So Vern you come out has- of like Vern or John's day was better. <laughs> Vern asked the boys if they could camp out that night. And I, that was also a thing. We thing. used to camp in our yard all the time. Big thing. Big thing. We would sleep outside our locked doors all the time. Why would we camp out uh, in our yard? We used to sleep in the garage, remember? I remember. We used to camp out in our dirty garage. <laughs> and then the boys would camp out across the street, and they would come over and do things to our tent. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. hmm So he, Vern says he knows a way that they could see a dead body. He was digging under his porch one day for pennies. I don't know what that's about. <laughs> no, you know, he hid the bottle he hid and lost them and the map. He couldn't find them, yeah. And he hears his older brother. Now, did you recognize his older brother? Which one? The blonde. He's that guy from... He's Dave uh, from Chainsaw and Dave. From Chainsaw and Dave. Yes, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Okay. Yes. They're talking about Ray Brower, a kid their age who went out to pick blueberries and never came back. And apparently the older boys know where his body is, but they can't tell the cops because they found it while they were driving a stolen car. I feel like... Which I don't know why they have to... Like, why can't they just say we were out there? Like, why do they have to give a reason? Like, it, you, Yeah, it's they're weird. They're grown-ass kids. I mean, they're at least teenagers, right? They're at least older teenagers. But Jenny, like, this, was a time, this was a thing in the 50s and 60s. People were, like, really scared and respectful of police pe- people. Mm-hmm. Like the law okay. was a thing. We like learned how to. By the, our, it. We didn't trust institutions by the time <laughs> right. we came of age. They yeah. really did. Yeah. Okay. Because it's like I'm a grown ass like adult teenager. Like you know I'm 19 <laughs> or 20. Like Maybe I, I was, was just walking. I was in a car and I drove out to the next town. Like why is that so suspicious? Well and. I'm directing you to a dead bot. Oh maybe they would think that they killed the kid. Well, they can easily figure out that the kid's been dead a while, though. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't, I, like, what would you do? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, right? Like, if I were, like, a kid from a bad family. <laughs> well, you do what they did at the end. You make the anonymous call. You yeah, know the anonymous yeah. call. We the invented anonymous the anonymous call. call. Yeah, the old crank call. So, Teddy. <laughs> There's Teddy a dead body in the woods. <laughs> Teddy knows exactly the spot they're talking about. You need to take the train tracks to get back there. 
And that's how they assumed the kid was killed by being hit by a train. So I had a friend hit by a train. You did. I remember that. Yeah. Mm. Do you we want to used tell to that do story? that? We used to we used to like hang around on the ra- on the railroad tracks. This was a thing, and yeah. we would like walk through the city mm-hmm. on the railroad tracks. It right? was like a whole. It was a whole thing, and you know we used to maybe be doing some underage drinking on those tracks. Maybe. And I, it had to be fair. It had been a long time since I'd done that and hung out on the tracks. But the one night I was at a party and people came in. They're like, "Oh my god, this person was." hit by a train we're like what like that doesn't sound plausible but like they were on the tracks and i guess they got off the tracks and she was walking along the tracks well off the like rails but there's the cow catcher on the front of the train Mm -hmm. i guess that that caught her and like like propelled her through the air down a hill and she died it was really sad. She was like 17 years old. It was really sad. I remember that mm-hmm. happening. It was really, really sad. Jenny, why can't trains stop? This was, I have this through this whole thing. <laughs> like when they're on that bridge, I'm like, yeah. don't they have fucking brakes on a train? Like I read that it I takes get that you up can't... to two miles for a train to stop. Sure. But like, can't you start slowing down? Yeah. No, I... that makes sense. Or it's going to like just, you can't slam on the brakes on a train. I get that. But can't you start to slow down? Like, if you see something, like, half a mile ahead of you, at least you're not going to hit it at 60 miles an hour. Maybe you'll hit it at 30. I just, this is another place where I'm like, why have we not, why have we not evolved with this technology yet? Well, what you'd have to do is put brakes on every car that act at the same time, right? Because the momentum wouldn't stop you. Or brakes on the back to pull and pull. Yeah, I don't know if that would stop you, though. I don't know either. Okay. (laughs) Engineers, train engineers, come at us. (laughs) So the kids think if they find the missing boy, they'll be heroes. And they come up with the cover story, Jen, the good old cover story. The cover story. Mm -hmm. They got a full cover story going. So, because even though this was 1959, this was written in the 80s by Stephen King. Yep. So... Um, Gordy tells us that that summer, his brother, Denny, who's played by John Cusack. <clears throat> I know. Well, and the difference, the difference though is these kids did this and these were our parents, right? This yes. Would, these would have been kids that, yes. this would have been when our parents grew up. They did all this shit, but the world was mostly safe. And then yes. when we were doing all this shit, there was like people throwing you in vans. Right. Correct. <laughs> Correct. So Denny died in a Jeep accident and I wrote, well, this is quite the sentence. Gordy became invisible in the wake of his parents' devastation. <laughs> okay. I have to say, John Cusack looks like he could be Will Wheaton's brother. Yeah, it was good casting. So we get a flashback where Denny gives Gordy his Yankees hat. And Gordy's, we also like get a lot of the dad, Gordy's dad. Who's creepy as fuck. He, he's creepy as fuck. You know, it's the same old, like, we see this trope over and over and during this time period that he likes the older brother better. Clearly, obviously. And, like, why wouldn't he like the older sibling better? I get all it. Know, we all know the older sibling will do something fucking stupid and die. So the younger <laughs> sister is where you should invest your time and energy. <laughs> no, because, like, they're just like, fuck, now I got this one left. Great. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. So they set out at noon, and Gordy and Chris are walking through town, and he whips out a gun. Stole it from <laughs> a his dad. Four, not a gun, a forty-five. 45. Mm-hmm. Like, holy shit. Now they run into Kiefer Sutherland and Chris's brother Eyeball. So Kiefer Sutherland is ace, and it was good to see him. Say yeah. that. I, I thought he was so hot. 
Oh, at this time. yeah, we all did. Like, Lost Boys? Oh, my God. This He's is, such a dick bag in every movie. <laughs> this is where we will agree. Keep yourself yeah, totally. hot. hot. Okay. See, we, we're like on the Hollywood panel where we decide sex symbol. Okay, <laughs> okay yes. Kiefer so, Sutherland is that. Kiefer takes Gordy's Yankee cap, the one his brother just gave him, and Gordy starts freaking out, and Chris defends him, and they get into it with Kiefer. And I wrote here that there's like a lot of this language that i noticed kind of bled into our generation but i think it bled into our generation from this movie and not from our parents which is stuff like pinky swear take it back give me some skin like all that stuff i remember did you do give me some skin i didn't do that that was i I remember it i don't know if i necessarily did it (laughs) i think here's what i think too i think Half That's of your what you wear on a shirt to you to the bar on Saturday, don't you, Jenny? I think <laughs> half of quote quote unquote your memories are like from media and reading, and they didn't actually happen in your life. <laughs> That's what I think. Hey guys, thanks so much for listening to this Patreon preview. If you'd like to sign up for Patreon, a subscription service which greatly supports us, just go to the link in the show notes or visit GenXThisIsWhy.com. For as little as $5 a month, you'll get two bonus episodes every month going forward, and you also have access to our entire back catalog. We did a bunch of episodes of Love Boat, a bunch of Blockbusters, and we did a bunch of after-school specials. You'll have access to all of that. Plus, Patreon gives you your own RSS feed, which you can easily input through your favorite podcast-playing app. Even I figured it out, so the bar is pretty low. Thanks again for listening, and we hope to see you guys soon. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.